good glorious morning blessings to all of you who are tuning in right now this is resurrected love Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us today for our Resurrected Love podcast. My name is Vanessa. I'm here with my husband, Zach. Blessings, everybody. Good morning. Today, we are going over our episode four, which is understanding our purpose, calling, and assignment. Um, In this episode, we're going to go over what our purpose, calling, and assignment are, the difference between those, and how to identify what our purpose, our calling, and assignment are, And we're also going to um, learn how to listen to what the Lord is speaking in a specific season of our walk. So I'm really excited um, because this is something that I guess is fairly new to us in understanding that there is a difference between purpose, calling, and assignment in different seasons of our walks. So Zach's going to go ahead and just dive deep into that. Amen. Thank you, Vanessa. Um, Good morning, everybody. God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in. So, um, I would like to break down individually first what our purpose, calling, and assignments are. Um, everyone's calling and assignments are going to look different, but all of our purpose is the exact same. We're all created for the same purpose. The calling will fulfill that purpose, and the assignments will help the calling fulfill the purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really important that we understand the differences between these things, because I know for myself and my own walk depending on what season I was in and depending on what assignment I was a part of and what even role I was taking in, whether it was evangelism or pastoral or if I was just sitting in the Lord for a few months and I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. It would, I never, I, knowing the difference between my calling assignments and my purpose, because I got those all mixed up and I f- thought my, my assignments were a reflection of what my purpose was and mm-hmm. my calling was a reflection of my, was my, my, is my calling my purpose the same? I don't know. And it created a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. It didn't allow me to remain peaceful and joyful in the seasons where maybe I had nothing going on. Maybe the Lord wanted me to get to know who he was and to soak and to understand who he was without having to go out and do things. Mm-hmm. Where, just part of our testimony really quick, a little small part, I'll talk about it later. But for the first, first maybe two years of our walk, we did lots of evangelism. But for the past six months, the Lord had to sit down and I had no desire to do any evangelism. Mm-hmm. So... Right there, am I an evangelist? Well, now I don't have an, now I don't want to do any evangelism. So, is my purpose changed? Is my calling changed? Mm-hmm. You know, so it can bring a lot of confusion. And when that happens, it brings a lot of dissatisfaction, and it brings a lot of like um, our peace will be taken away. Yeah. Um. So they do sound similar, but there's a like that's why they can get confused. But it's very important that we know the difference. So this is our purpose. This is what the Lord revealed to me. We are God's handiwork made to connect and worship the Creator through an intimate relationship to come to the fullness of what it means to know the Son of God. Wow. We are to present our deep, intimate relationship with God to the world around us by serving the Great Commission, bringing others to the knowledge of glory, completion, and salvation we have in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Everybody's calling, I mean, everybody's purpose is that. Yeah. By default, because we are a son of God to fulfill the purpose of God. Mm-hmm. That is our purpose, and that does not change. It, simpl- ever. it simplifies it so much. Absolutely. Um, now, this part inside of it, this is interesting, because the Great Commission is what Jesus called us to do. Mm-hmm. But if our purpose doesn't, if, if that isn't inside of our purpose, then it becomes just between us and God, and no one else matters. Right. But then uh, later on, we're going to talk about it, but 
Jesus left us with the two commandments, to love the Father as above all, and also to love our neighbor as ourself. And when we do that, we learn how to serve, we learn how to protect, we learn how to teach, we learn how to encourage, and to bring people up the way yeah. that Jesus has brought us up. So yeah. in, in turn, you are told to do the, the Great Commission. Right. Not just your calling, but it's also a reflection of your purpose being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. We look more like Jesus. Absolutely. So, um, and then going into our calling. Our calling is what we feel called to do, whether it's our, what our hearts um, what our hearts are for, a specific role in ministry or multiple roles. Are we called to fivefold ministry? That's where a lot of people feel called to do, whether we're an evangelist, a pastor, apostle, prophet, or teacher. Some are given many various gifts in their walk that influence what they feel called to do. Mm-hmm. Our calling is also the office that we take up to fulfill our purpose. So Paul says to desire all gifts. So that means that God wants us to be multidimensional, not just operating in one thing. Mm -hmm. We will be strong in a certain office of ministry. But we are to operate in all of them as we further our sonship with God. Um, Ephesians 4 talks about that. We'll get into that a little bit later. But like Vanessa actually said this, she said, you want to be a utility knife, not just a regular knife. Mm -hmm. And um, we used to do a lot of fitness, a lot of working out consistently. Like, that was, like, our thing. Mm-hmm. So in the bodybuilding, powerlifting world, it was, okay, well, am I just a bench press champion? Right. Is that all I do is bench press? Well, if you talk to any bench press champion, they're going to tell you, if you don't work out your back, yeah. and you don't make sure your back is just as strong as your as your chest, your, be- your bench is going to go down. For sure, yeah. You know, so you can be a, you can be a, a master of one, mm-hmm. but it's important that you touch an all. Right. So right. just here's a little example of that. Um, if you're out evangelizing and you say, you know, I'm an evangelist. I know how to talk to people. I know how to get to people, but I don't have a teaching anointing. Mm-hmm. So I can't teach them about Jesus, but I can just ask them if they need prayer. Yeah. You know, or I'm not prophetic, so I can't speak into people's lives. I can't see into people's lives. God doesn't reveal to me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't speak to me the way he does to a prophet. Right. So I can't bring that into someone else's life. So as a son of God, we're meant to do all because God will want us to do all in a situation where he presents either one of those or all, mm-hmm. right? So if we're not a, around the fivefold ministry, let's say if, we're, if our friend's a prophet and we're out evangelizing, the Lord may use the specific prophet whose strong, who strong suit is prophetic mm-hmm. to speak into someone's life while your strong suit is evangelism, initiating and to mm-hmm. pray for them, mm-hmm. see? But if you're by yourself there's no profit near you're the nearest one yeah so god's going to use you the way that you feel led to be used right now this goes based this is this our calling is based off of our faith as well Mm -hmm. and what we feel led to do so now i'm going to talk about um our assignment i'm going to get back to the calling but i want kind of want to list all three of these and specifically talk about them Mm -hmm. our assignment is determined by what season God has us in, as well as specific commissions, mm, okay. small assignments as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was saying earlier, like for our walk, we were very evangelistic for the past two years. Yeah. And then the season that we were sitting, mm-hmm. we didn't do any evangelism, nor had the heart to even want to outreach That's for a, yeah. five, six months. That's what I was going to say is like, there was such a strong calling on our hearts to go and outreach and to go on the streets and pray for people. And then all of a sudden the Lord just took us into this season where there was no longer desire on our hearts and we're like we were confused we're like what's going on why i thought i was actually being disobedient (laughs) that i was losing the fire right me too i i thought i was i was like that's so weird because i feel like i'm growing in closer in my relationship to jesus but at the same time i felt like i was doing something wrong it was it was it was a very confusing um time and i'm really glad that we did come to this revelation and understanding that that does happen 
and that it is needed for God to change us and mold us and shape us to go through different assignments and seasons. Absolutely. So, um, my, myself, I operate in a lot of things. I don't, I, if I'm going to call myself anything just to, like for the sake of the podcast, mm-hmm. um, I guess like I have a shepherding heart. Mm-hmm. I like to bring people up. I like to teach them and guide them. And the Lord has called me to equip. Mm-hmm. He has called me to impart. So a lot of times when I, when I bring somebody up or disciple them, a lot of folks will ask me to pray for them an impartation of fire, an impartation of giftings. Um, a receiving of the Holy Spirit, what the, what they need for that breakthrough in their season. Mm-hmm. So that's where I feel called, but that's very apostolic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, before I even heard the voice of the Lord, I had heard the voice of the Lord one time and I received one vision, but that was in a span of maybe six or seven months of being filled with the Holy Spirit. That's not that much of hearing God at all. If you're actually walking in the Lord, it should be a daily daily thing. For sure. I heard him two times. In that six, seven months. And I thought because of that, I wasn't prophetic. Mm, but I okay. like to go out and evangelize because that's where my heart was. I wanted to tell the world. Yeah. I wanted to let the world know what I had in the Lord and that they could have it too. And they can be changed just like I was changed. But not knowing that I can actually have the prophetic in me. I just have to, what Paul says in 1 Corinthians, desire all gifts, especially to prophesy. Mm. The prophesy part is it says it's to uh, build up the body, mm-hmm. but to desire all gifts because Jesus left us with this, imitate me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Jesus. If Jesus was on the earth walking as an apostle, okay, or let's say he was walking as evangelist, but mm-hmm. he couldn't teach anybody. Right. Well, no, he, he walked in the fullness of what it means to be a, to be a son of God. Right. We are sons of God. We are lords of the kingdom. We are kings of the kingdom, little L, little K. Mm-hmm. But we operate under the same anointing that Jesus did. Mm-hmm. You see, like, um, and that's where the Great Commission is, right? Yeah. Because we operate in that same thing, but how the Great Commission is fulfilled through our lives individually will look different mm-hmm. than each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I know for, for when, um, when I had that kind of weird seven, six, six, seven months of not hearing the Lord really, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just an evangelist, but I desired so much to become prophetic that the Lord put us in the way of a prophet or someone who at least operated in the prophetic more than others. Right. And he taught us and being around him, it's almost like the anointing rubbed off on us. And within two or three months, he was the first person I prophesied over. I started to hear, I started to get visions from the Lord. I started to get dreams. I started to hear the voice of the Lord. And within two or three months, the Lord is sending me literally like he's having me waking me up in the middle of the middle of the night or in the morning to write down paragraphs and give me prophecies and give me words. It's powerful. And I'm like, okay, this is something different because I didn't think this was even possible. Right. So now I went from, I feel called to be an evangelist mm-hmm. to, okay, now I'm an evangelist slash prophet. Mm-hmm. Wow. This has changed my whole entire calling. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's big. I feel like too, um, because we were brought up in that, uh, evangelistic, like we've talked about previously is that we were, we were always going out on the streets and ministering. And, and I love that because it was like being able to see people's lives transformed on the street was so beautiful, but I always was, um, I was always more interested in the prophetic because I felt like if I was able to hear from God clearly that then he could give me words of knowledge and and that I could speak into these people that we were ministering to on the street and it would be so much more effective 
than me just, hey, can I pray for you? And, you know, that mm-hmm. that's beautiful, right? But when you can receive a word that only God would know about that person and speak that over them, to me right there, it, it's just like a, it's a straight, it's an open door. It's a straight door for the Holy Spirit to come and move on them. And so that's what I prayed for. And I was like, I want to be prophetic. So it really comes down to like that desire that we have, you know? So um, I also feel like it's so important to understand that, like Zach was talking about, that our assignment, um, that it will change season to season. So I had that desire on my heart for the evangelism and the prophetic. And then I also went through a season of wanting to teach. The Lord started having me make videos for TikTok. And that was something I was completely uncomfortable with. Yeah, that was Um, a new realm in your life. Completely. Yeah, it was super new. But the Lord was showing me another side. And he was having me teach from the prophetic. He was having me share dreams and visions and words and um, things that the Lord had given me through that prophetic gifting. And he was having me teach through that. So that was also a really cool way for him to connect evangelism teaching and the prophetic for me. Sure. Yeah. Um, That's a great testimony. So I want to go into Ephesians 4. And this is really powerful because this is kind of like... Um, how do I say this? This is a, if you don't really know where you're supposed to fit. Mm-hmm. Now, like, if you look at the fivefold, you're like, okay, well, am I an apostle? Am I a pastor? Am I an evangelist, teacher, prophet? You know, am I one of those? Well, I don't know yet. Yeah. I really don't know yet. Yeah. So if you can't point your point, like put your finger on one of those things, but like we were talking to our brother Caleb yesterday, he was like, you know, I'm not sure yet, but I love being on keys. He's a, he's a, he's a absolute beautiful worshiper. And anointing comes from the keys that he plays. Yeah, for That's sure. That's where he feels led, mm-hmm. right? And that doesn't mean that he's not a part of the fivefold. But I was telling him also, why do you play it? Like, you like to have people hear what you have to say. You like to have people listen to the words because he's also a Christian rapper. Mm-hmm. So when he speaks through the microphone and it goes into the person's ears, they're listening to a message from Caleb. Mm-hmm. That's, that's shepherding them because yeah. you have to speak truth to them, but it's also... Outreach. Yeah. So now you have evangelistic traits plus a pastoral trait, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's, am I one thing? Maybe. Am I all things? Sure. Well, and that's a big point to make too, because just as, and we said this yesterday, just as God is all things to all men, so that if we're supposed to imitate Christ, then we are called to be all things to all men. So in a situation where someone needs, you might be stronger in evangelism, but if somebody needs you to sit down and, and help them and speak life into them and, and give them guidance and, and sit there, you know, and pastor them, then that's where you're called in that moment and that we need to respond to that and say, okay, right. I might be stronger in this, but this is what God's calling me right now to mm, do. Absolutely. And if now, like like we said earlier, if we're a part of the fivefold, right, we have the fivefold with us, mm-hmm. or a part of a church, and we go out and evangelize. Mm-hmm. Now, all right, well, you know, I don't. I'm not. My, my, I'm a. I'm a strong suit evangelist, but the pastor is here with us. Mm-hmm. Well, here, if you need a pastoral pastor, come here, and then that's where the fivefold comes together and mm-hmm. works. Yeah. So that's where it's different. But um, I'm gonna read uh, from Ephesians four right now, um, eleven through thirteen. Um. Actually, you know what? I'm actually going to go a little bit past that. But here, so I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Um, and he has appointed some to be some with grace to be apostles, some with grace to be prophets, some with grace to be evangelists, and some with grace to be pastors, some with grace to be teachers. 
and their calling is to nurture and prepare all the holy believers to do their own works of ministry. Mm. And as they do this, they will enlarge and build up the body of Christ. These grace ministries will function until we attain oneness into the faith, until we all experience the fullness of what it means to know the Son of God. And finally, we will become one into a perfect man with the full dimensions of spiritual maturity and fully developed into the abundance of Christ. Wow. So breaking down the fivefold ministry is specifically to bring up our brothers and sisters to where they feel confident in their walk with Christ mm-hmm. and they have come to the fullness of what it means to know the Son of God. Yeah. So right there that is showing your calling is to fulfill your purpose. Right. Right, right. there. Yeah. But also it says, and then our Im- immaturity will end. And we will not be easily shaken by trouble, nor led astray by novel teachings or by false doctrines of deceivers who teach clever lies. But instead, we will remain, we will, we will remain strong and always, and always sincere in our love as we express the truth. All our direction and ministries will flow from Christ and lead us, to, uh, lead us deeper into him and the anointed head of his body, the church. For his body has been formed in his image and, closely, and is closely joined together and constantly connected as one, and every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. Mm. And as these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body, we are to, we are built up and made perfect in love. Wow. So, these grace ministries, mm-hmm. these giftings that God gives us, yes, we may be strong in one, mm-hmm. and we all have different assignments we all have different callings mm-hmm. it looks different to one another mm-hmm. right yeah. you're gonna have people in this and this is not a knock if you feel led to be just a pastor if you feel led to be just a prophet there is nothing wrong with doing one thing yeah but i guarantee you if your heart is for the is for the father and to do the will of the father you will be open to doing everything not saying that you can call yourself everything mm-hmm. but you will be okay with you know, I'm a prophet mainly, mm-hmm. but I don't mind pastoring somebody and discipling them. Right. You know, um, I may set up a home church, you know, there's your apostolic, or I may be able to do, uh, to be a teacher, mm-hmm. you know, so like. And that could look different too. It's not just like, like for me, I wasn't sitting down and um, teaching like a church in person. I was doing online teaching and online ministry. Well, that's still evangelism It's too, still evangelism. now you're reaching. Right. And, and, um. And also like children's ministry and, and teaching there too. So di- different uh, giftings in the fivefold have different assignments based on what where God wants yeah. you. So it's it's like a it's a really well rounded seasoned steak. Yeah. You know yeah. you're gonna cook a steak. You're just gonna put pepper on it. It might taste good. You know it's definitely gonna taste good. With just if, pepper. Uh-huh. But, but <laughs> you know, with just but, but like, like let's say like you're a, you're a, you know whatever you're a steak. If you put some you put some pepper on you cook you like hey this is nice it's still a steak right you yeah, still like yeah. like the flavor of the meat and such but right. well then now you get salt and mm-hmm. I was like mm, that's another flavor and then you get onion powder that's another flavor and then you get garlic powder that's another flavor I'm just saying like hypothetically mm-hmm. you know like I use real garlic and rosemary and thyme you know but there's these, all <laughs> these additives right to making the steak nice and tasteful yeah. you put butter and you baste the steak as you cook it not mm-hmm. just put it on the grill mm-hmm. you know different flavor traits. So all these things are to fulfill your palate. Right. Right? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, these, I taste every flavor. They all, wow. they all make, they all add in this little, this little, uh, they all contribute something mm-hmm. to the entire flavor of what the steak does and the fulfillment it brings to my tongue. Yeah. And, and I, I just realized this when Zach was saying that is that 
um, we, as we come into closeness with Christ and we become a uh, mere image of him, that we do, we taste sweeter to him, that we taste better to him. Like, just like we're like a sweet smelling aroma, right? It's as we look more like him, which means stepping into not just our purpose, but the things that he's called us to in our assignments so that we can be well-rounded. And and really what it comes down to is being Jesus Absolutely. to people. So and that's exactly what we're about to go to right now. Okay. So question this is a question for everybody, and we've all had this question too. If you already know it, God, praise the Lord. If you mm. don't know it, this is going to help. Mm. Do I have a ministry? If so, what role do I play? What is my calling? First, this is first off, and this, this is where we go back to for episode one inward, mm-hmm. and then we go upward. If we do not know, I first recommend spending time with the Father and asking Him what you are called to do and what office you're to take hold of if there is a specific office of ministry you do take hold of. Mm-hmm. If you really don't know what you're called to specifically, you spent the time. Maybe God has you in a season where He wants you to get to wants you to get to know who He is. Mm-hmm. But I do know, like even just like, even before we get to know who the Lord is, this is why like a Matthew seven mm-hmm. type thing is like, Lord, Lord, do we not do all these things in Your name? Because yeah. they felt called to do something, they missed out the aspect of relationship and intimacy. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, um, God is always going to put something on your heart, or you're always going to have a desire to do something. So. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just take it hypothetically, like, and, and this isn't also to hate, but this is just a major problem I see in the body, is we have a lot of keyboard warriors and a lot of people who want to just because there's because there's social media that everyone all of a sudden has a platform to speak, mm-hmm. even if they're ignorant, right, even right. if they're five years old. That we did the same thing. Yeah. Oh, we found the Lord. Time to post. Right. Let everybody right. know. Yeah. But not realizing that you're freaking deceiving half the people on there because you're going out there with garbage right you know you haven't been transformed you haven't gone through the inward upward and outward process Mm -hmm. um that takes a long time not just five minutes right and there there was that zeal there where we're like we want to let people know like jesus is real we had this this reckoning in us right like we wanted to get that out but we didn't take the time to allow the holy spirit to work in us so that we could do that effectively exactly and that and that right there is where i found like i would write paragraphs under a picture of um, a thing talking about homosexuality mm-hmm. and I would post it on there and I would, you know, would have people around me who were homosexuals mm-hmm. and I would post it out there and say, look what Roman says, mm-hmm. homosexuality. If you're a homosexual, you're not going to take part in the kingdom of God. Yeah. Like I was throwing stuff out there. So condemning. Yes. Yeah. Is it biblical, but is it the right way? Am I using wisdom when I'm doing it? Right. No. Right. But what the Lord showed me was I had an evangelistic heart, mm-hmm. but I also had a pastoral heart because I wanted to teach people and to show them and to bring them into the fullness of, son, of, the, of the Son of God. Yeah. Even though I didn't know the fullness. <laughs> right. 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 So that so right there, God showed me mm-hmm. and God shows a lot of the keyboard warriors out there. They have this thing that they want to reach out. Mm-hmm. There's this evangelistic call in their life, but they do, a lot of people do it out of their flesh. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't do it out of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But there's a, a, there's a sign, a sure sign that they have a calling and they already operate, they just may do it out of the flesh right. or the demonic, right. which is not good, yeah. but at least their calling has been shown. Yeah. And if that hasn't even happened to you yet, we have the Great Commission by default, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's our calling by the Lord continually for every single person. Mm-hmm. The calling-wise, like with like it's like a, it's like a sub-calling. Like mm-hmm. We're called to minister. We're called to, make de- to uh, uh, cast out demons, mm-hmm. heal the sick, preach the gospel, make disciples, right? Right. That's by default. Mm-hmm. And what office we do that in is is a subcategory or a sub um a, a sub calling. Mm-hmm. 
and our assignment is how that calling will happen. You know, or, or you know, or there's different seasons. It's all going to look different, but by default, if you don't know what you're supposed to do, we're supposed to cast out demons, heal the sick, preach the gospel, and make disciples. Yeah. By default. Now, this is the biggest one, and we spoke about this in that word. The two commandments that Jesus left us, Mark 12, 30-31, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Mm. So if you don't know what you are, you're called to love God, to love all the others just as you love yourself, Mm -hmm. to be in deep intimacy with the Lord, to love him, to fulfill your purpose through that, Mm -hmm. but also to fulfill the great commission. And by stepping out, and this is another one too, if you're nervous, you don't understand what what you're supposed to do, um, you haven't even really like stepped in that realm yet of like trying things, Mm -hmm. I recommend stepping out. Yeah. Step out. Like if you haven't gone out and evangelized before, or you know, it kind of intimidates you. Mm -hmm. Well, if there's an intimidation factor with it, Either your flesh is coming after you or the demonic doesn't want you to step into that calling that God has for your life. Yeah. So you might be the next big evangelist. But you would never know. But you would never know unless you step out. Right. You know, same thing goes with pastoring and all that stuff. But a lot of times it goes by experience. It goes by stepping out and Mm -hmm. seeing where you feel fit. Mm -hmm. Um, And also like that calling on your heart. Or like um, I've heard people say before too, what, what used to pique your interest when you were a child? If mm. there was something that you used to do as a kid, though, you know, I want to be an astronaut. Okay, it's evangelizing. I moved everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, um, you know, were you a, a nurturer growing up, or um, were you out, an outgoing kid? Things like that. Like, just to take a step back and really um, see the desires of your heart and what God has already placed in you, and just step out on that. Because what's the worst thing that can happen? Sure. You know. You find something new about yourself. Um, God reveals something new to you about who you are and who he's called you to be when you step out. Awesome. That's totally true. And, you know, a big part of it, too, it's it's a process of elimination. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, I have this whole entire, like, laundry list of things I need to check out. Well, if one of them doesn't work out, you check that off and say, okay, now I know that I'm not that. Mm -hmm. Or I'm not not strong in that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just to kind of rephrase on what I just said... (laughs) I try to walk away from the whole thing of I don't yeah, or I can't or that's not. Oh, yeah. I, I try know? to cancel I can't. Absolutely. Yeah. Because the way I see it is I have the Holy Spirit. Vanessa, you have the Holy Spirit. Everyone listening, you have the Holy Spirit. If you have the same Holy Spirit that Jesus Christ has that rose him from the dead, that the same Holy Spirit that fell on Pentecost, mm-hmm. that baptized them in fire and gave them the power of God, if you have that Holy Spirit you have the fullness of what it what what God is inside of you. Yeah. How that comes out is based off of relationship and intimacy and how you feel led to operate in your faith. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have faith that God will do anything and everything through me. I don't like to be called specific names. I don't like um I, I people are like, Are you a pastor? And I'm like like, just to honestly fulfill, just to, like, walk away from, like, argument, you know, or, like, well, nah, you know, just to, like, get the conversation going, like, yeah, yeah sure, yeah. yeah, I'm whatever God wants me to be. Right, yeah. You know, that's my heart. My heart is, I'm I'm wherever God, wherever God wants me to be and whatever God wants me to do, that's what I am and that's what I do mm-hmm. in that situation, whatever God wants me to be. Yeah. So, the Son of Man, when Jesus walked on earth, you couldn't categorize him unless, except for Son of God. Right. So, that's what I want for my life. Some people feel led to be just a prophet. Yeah. That's fine. I guarantee you, like I said earlier, if you're going to follow the Lord, you're going to do everything, but you will be a strong suit in prophetic because that's where your heart's desire is. Yeah. 
So that's beautiful. That's totally fine. Don't feel condemned about it. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So, um, and I wanted to hop on one more topic. And I want to talk about seasons and how they relate to our calling and our purpose. Mm -hmm. um, like we were talking about earlier about our evangelism time. Uh, we went through that two years of evangelism and then went through this dead period of six months of like, okay, I, I'm, I don't feel led to pray for anybody. I don't want to go out to the street. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel led just to sit here. Yeah. Well, am I an evangelist then? What happened? No. Well, God is putting me in different seasons for specific purposes and, and it's, my and it's my duty to sit down and to see, okay, Lord, what are you trying to say to me in this season? Mm -hmm. Right? There's specific purposes for it. Just because I haven't gone out and evangelized doesn't mean that I'm not an evangelist at heart or I can't evangelize. Right. Right. So ha our seasons and our assignments do not affect what our calling is. Right. Mm -hmm. They do not affect what our calling is. Our calling will can affect the season that we're in. It can affect the season or the or the the assignment that we're in. It's mm -hmm. kind of weird because that sounds kind of weird. Yeah. Our assignment doesn't affect it, but our calling will affect our assignment. Mm -hmm. Because, I the, I think an easy way to to look at it too is like purpose is lifelong span. Like this is the way that I see it in my mind is like purpose is lifelong span. Okay. Calling, same thing, lifelong span, but can change growth growth okay assignment is season yeah that's how i see it it's like big middle small or mini assignment yeah mini assignments so like mini assignments within a given season right so vanessa and i we did a lot of traveling mm -hmm. and there's mini assignments during that so we traveled across the country mm -hmm. right we did a lot of traveling whether it was going to a revival in in vegas or going to a revival in florida or one Lord sent us on an assignment to North Carolina. Mm -hmm. You know, these were specific little mini assignments in a season of travel. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So those assignments and the seasons may work well together, mm -hmm. but that doesn't really affect what my calling is. Yes. Right? My calling is, I, I, I can be a traveling pastor mm -hmm. or I can be a sitting pastor. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying yes. here? Yes. Yeah. So don't, and I want to encourage you folks. Don't don't let your assignment or what season you're currently in dictate what your purpose and what your calling is. Yeah. Because if you do, you're gonna be a, like you're gonna be freaked out the whole time. Yeah. You're not gonna be set in your ways, and that's not a prideful way. That's that's being that's being confident. Confident in yes. the foundation that you are what mm -hmm. you are. Yeah. Firmly you know, planted. Firmly planted. Exactly. Your purpose never changes. Mm -hmm. Always the same from birth. Yes. From birth, everybody's same calling. Yeah. I mean, same same purpose. Yes. Calling can grow mm -hmm. it can't weaken mm -hmm. unless you make it weak right god will never never take us backwards we already know that mm -hmm. and if you don't know that i recommend knowing that <laughs> god will never take us into a back season he will always progress us forward even if we don't understand where we're at right so and that's where seeking the lord is very important and that's for another topic mm -hmm. but if we don't know what season we're in we don't know what we're supposed to be doing we don't know what calling we're about you know what assignments next then that's where you really just diligently seek the Lord. And for us, this past six months, the Lord showed us that he wanted us to seek him and to know who he was because we had a desire on our heart more so to know the Son of Man into the fullness. Mm -hmm. I wanted encounters. Yeah. I wanted to know who he was. I wanted revelation. Mm -hmm. But since we were so used to moving around, we're like, okay, Lord, this is weird. Why can't I do both? And I don't understand. And he was like, your calling and your purpose and your assignment are different. Your purpose never changes, but your calling is what you feel led to do. But your assignment and your season 
will fulfill or change, or not change, will enhance mm-hmm. your calling. Mm-hmm. Right? So now I'm like, hey, I'm going through the season. The Lord's bringing me up. He wants me to change my fruits. He wants me to change my character. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants me to go into more time of intimacy so I'm not like a son of Sceva. Right. I'm going to go cast out a demon while I don't know the Lord. Well, I'm going to get my butt kicked. Yeah. You know, I want the Lord to know me. So it's like a kind of like a Paul shutting away moment. Yes. I'm getting to know the Lord. Mm-hmm. Paul was still an apostle who was meant to travel. Right. But because mm-hmm. before then... He was sent to three years of sitting in the cave with the Lord and getting right. to know who he was. Right. That didn't affect that, that he was supposed to be a sent one. Right. That wasn't... So Paul's purpose was the same thing from, from the foundations same of as the o- earth. Same as ours. Same as ours. That he was to love God and love others. But his calling was he was to be Paul the apostle, right? Yeah. But in that assignment, he had to sit in a cave so that he could step into his calling so that he could fulfill his purpose amen yeah absolutely that was the easiest way for me to like wrap it in no that's fantastic actually that's a great way to wrap it up um so i don't know what the next episode is going to be so stay tuned for that i guess that's a little teaser to be expecting nothing we're just being we're just being led by the holy spirit and we're not sure what he wants us to do yet so that but that's good um i feel like when those suddenlies happen that's when you get some really powerful, good stuff. So yeah, looking Amen. forward to it. Sure. So I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray us out really quick. And thank you guys for listening. God bless you. We love you so much. Yeah, we thank really, you for your support. Yeah, we're really thankful for all you guys and everything that you guys have been just like pouring out into us and all the great feedback. And we just uh, pray that that continues, that you guys will just let us know how you feel about it. Um, it's it, for us, even though we're just talking to you, we still want to make it an open conversation. So if you guys yeah. have like more questions or things that you want to learn or, or things that pique your interest, like let us know, we would love to just seek the Lord with you on it. Absolutely. So father, we thank you so much for this podcast, for what you're doing through resurrected love and witness ministries. But we thank you that we have a family out there who's continually supporting what you are doing through us, Lord. We thank you that we have brothers and sisters who honor the honor you in us. But Lord, I really thank you so much for my brothers and sisters who listen into this podcast, who get fed from the words you speak through us. Mm-hmm. Lord, I pray that the first series that we did, Inward, Upward, and Outward, sticks so deep in our spirits that we start to understand our purpose, our calling, and our assignment. Mm-hmm. Lord, that we have such deep intimacy with you that we get to know who we are to you and who we are to this world and what everyone looks like to you that we get to see everybody out of your heart, that we get to see ourselves out of your heart and administer your heart and our relationship with you to the outside world around us, Lord. So I pray for anybody who doesn't know their calling, Lord. I pray that you show them what their calling is. If If we're in a season of, I don't know, Lord, I pray that you reveal what season we're in or what season my brother or sister is in currently and help give them peace and understanding and show them where they're at, Lord, so they can remain in the spirit, Lord. So, Lord, I thank you, and I bless everybody who's listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you so much. This is Resurrected Love. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Have a good one. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.